Hello, everyone. I would like to welcome you to the Two Voices podcast. I am one of your hosts, James Edgar Sky. And I am an additional host, Kim. And today we are discussing a topic of negative emotions. So I will begin by asking the first question. Kim, is it possible to make positive decisions when feeling so down and negative all the time? I feel like it's very possible. I personally... What I used to tell myself when I felt like if I just sat there all day and criticized every little thing I did, which was fairly easy considering everyone, I perceived everything everyone said through a critical lens. So I always felt like everyone was always judging me, whether that was provable or not. I would just commit to doing something and acknowledging that even in movies and TV shows and video games, everything you did that was considered a bad decision was fuel to learn something about and to grow as a character or, or a person into something more, I suppose, something more responsible, something to look forward to, someone who is more of a leader-like figure. So I feel like even all of the decisions when we make when we feel negative can still lead in a positive direction. And maybe in hindsight, we can view it as a positive decision, given time and effort. Great gaming reference, by the way. (laughs) Is it? I mean, my brother, he was a huge video gamer and He was really not very good at it, but what I noticed is that he kept trying. And in I came from I come from an educational background as far as employment, so all I ever see is consistency. And even when you may not be performing up to par as a student or as a teacher, you are always given feedback. You are always given constructive ways to improve. And I feel like I can't speak for anyone else aside from myself. I, I would love to go to therapy. I would love to go see a counselor again and try and get that feedback. But I also feel like, and I also feel listening to other people, even if you may not trust them or believe in everything they're saying is coming from a caring place, can be helpful feedback for you to learn how to make more positive decisions when you feel down, particularly when you feel down. And video games, I feel like, is a, one of the most lucrative forms of, of an outlet that's so inexpensive, but it, it's so profound, the lesson we learn. Like, we can keep making mistakes and still enjoy the game. Absolutely. How? Because, I don't know. We, what is it that keeps us from applying that same concept to our own selves in our real lives? I have no, I have no idea. Sometimes you put up walls, I mean... We, we don't see that progress in ourselves. That's what I would say that happens with me. I don't see the progress in myself. Well, that leads me to the question that I wanted to ask you. 
James, what should you what should you do if you feel like the negative emotions won't stop and you don't feel like you want to keep trying like you would in a video game? It sounds maybe kind of productive in a way, but as Kim mentioned, the negative emotions are there and positive decisions decisions can come out of it. So even if you don't feel like you need to keep trying, find one thing that you can keep trying on. Maybe that one achievement, no matter how small it is, it could be waking up and getting out of bed versus not that can change that negative emotion of I'm going to lay in bed all day because I'm depressed to I'm going to get up and at least go do something, eat some breakfast, take a shower. Um, I know that's many things. Sometimes it's only one thing you can do and try to do it for as long as you can. And also give yourself just a tiny bit of a break because Sometimes the negative emotions are powerful. And this is coming from my own personal experience. And I have felt so many times that I don't want to keep trying. And yet I'm still here today. Okay. Wow. That's something. I'm still here today. Maybe I didn't want to be here yesterday. But I'm still here today. So what happened? I made a choice. I made a decision. However you want to say it to make a positive decision with a negative emotion. Even just deciding to just get to the next day is something that you can do to keep trying. So I would just say, keep, keep fighting. I know there's this, um, there's this uh, thing out there. It's um, uh, Jared Padalecki. He, He does a show called Supernatural and um, one of his mental health advocacy things he does out there is called Always Keep Fighting and AFK Always Always Keep Fighting. AKF has always mean a lot to me. Always Keep Fighting. That is something that I've always told people when when they ask me this question. Always Keep Fighting. Even if it feels like your entire life is a war and sometimes it is a war you can win battles in war and you can lose battles in war to give a more gaming aspect to it. You know, when you're playing an RPG game, sometimes you, you, you mess up on a quest, but you get a chance to do something else that's better, you know, or you can maybe go back and figure out what you did wrong. So always keep fighting. That's really my answer to that. Thank you. So it just sounds like when at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Hmm. I mean, don't beat yourself up because it's everybody is trying with negative emotions to be. Yeah. Well, one of the things, if I can piggyback off of that about not beating yourself up, if I felt like beating myself up really was something I couldn't stop or wouldn't stop or didn't know how to stop, I would say, okay, I'll beat myself up and I'll balance that in a one-to-one ratio with something that I perceived at the time as honestly almost unbearable, something positive, you know, instead of beating myself up, well, 
in addition to beating myself up, what am I willing to do that can be equivalent in a positive light that focuses on things that I'm good at, or at least what other people think I'm good at, and try to do something that can help another person as well. So it's not just me and my problems. So that's what I personally still do when I feel like I'm getting in my own way um, and allowing the negative emotions to take a space. Then in that way, you kind of replicate at least my fascination with video games and how all these different kinds of personalities of human beings come together and try with the same video game over and over and over again and try and try again. Of course, there's always going to be someone quote unquote better, but that doesn't take away and rob each individual person's experience with the video game. I find that absolutely beautiful that the video gaming community can do that. And I feel like we can do that for each other on something like this podcast. So next question, uh, what do you do after you tell yourself it is okay to not be okay? You take a breath. Take a breath and find some peace in that. It's okay to not be okay. Okay. But don't rest on that either because you can rest on, okay, I'm not okay. What can you do today? What's that small thing, that small step that you can take right now? Don't overthink it. Maybe the first thing, as you said, you know, Kim talked about, you know, when, when she, when she felt like she couldn't let it go, at least she added something to it, you know, helping somebody else and something positive. Okay, take that, make it your own, because it is your own. You know, these are our experiences that we're sharing with you. So through my experience. Don't rest on your laurels because sometimes you can get caught up in, okay, that's enough. And it isn't enough. You have to challenge yourself. You have to make decisions, make positive decisions and choices. Indeed. And you kind of touched on it a little bit. Um, If it is okay to not be okay, then what do you do once you've established that? Yeah, it's, it comes down to what you really want to change, you know, try not to overthink it, like I said, but also think about it. Like, what is, what is that pain telling you? What is those negative emotions coming from in your life? Um, You don't have to figure it out right away. It may take days, weeks to go, to get through, um, just be kind to yourself. I know that it's probably not the best thing, but you know, what do you do after that? You start making better decisions, better choices. And sometimes, as we learned in, the, in a previous podcast, you will take a few steps back, even when you take some positive step forward. Well, it's kind of an ode to what we keep reiterating that has helped James and what has also helped me is that once you let go of the fact that 
once you embrace the fact that we you do judge yourself that once we embrace that fact that we did did and do judge ourselves we start to understand this this phenomenon keeps coming up where we want to compulsively label some choice as good or bad or better or worse when really if we can allude back to the video game reference, everything helps you learn a little bit more about who you really are and who you aren't. I once told someone years ago, I know who I am because I know who I'm not. I feel like it's easy for us to debate facts and deny compliments when someone tells us, wow, you're really this or you're good at that or whatever. And, and yet we're not, we still are learning how to listen to ourselves of who are we, who, who am I? That, that really will help you develop a want or not want, because at least for me, I didn't really know what I wanted. I never really was asked that. What do you want? I was always told what I should and should not do, what I ought to be doing and how I'm not doing enough. So honor where you are first, because if you try to go somewhere based off of in a version of who you are, whatever that is at that moment, you're just gonna go back to square one. And I will let you ask that last question, James. So how do you change from being negative all the time when you feel that it is all there is and all there ever has been or you. And that is uh, the antithesis to change, is trying to, to, to create this vision of what it might be for me. Trying to conceptualize changing from being negative just seemed like this complex math problem that I will never, ever, ever figure out. Every time I try, I mess up on some step and everything thereafter is wrong. It really begins with how willing are you to change something that beforehand you thought was fixed. Like I thought for a long time, my personality is supposed to be fixed in being serious or very, I suppose, not antisocial, but preferring solitude. I don't really feel like those things are fixed. If you can explore an aspect of you that you're willing to consider as something that can be altered, that would be a place to practice feeling less negative about yourself. Because if you don't like something about yourself, then really sit down with that. Is it that you don't like it or that you would like to see something different there? I, I really explored this on my own because anytime I would express um, a distaste for a personality trait of me or something, someone would immediately counter with, oh, that, you know, I like that about you or that's fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's okay to be who you are. I don't know. It just never vibed with me to hear that. And still, I don't feel like that's a very validating thing to say. You know you best. Um, 
feeling negative can help you explore. It can really help you explore the positives of your perceiving yourself as negative. So the negative things, if you just pick one of them and just think about it, like where, who told you, who told you that that was negative? You can separate out other people's judgment of you from your own. That's a place to start. And that's where you can go, okay, I do have control over this. Maybe I could, I said it this way and I could change the way I said it. Or maybe I thought this way and I can consider thinking about myself a different way. There's always choices somewhere to work on, really utilize that strength from feeling negative all the time and, and use that as material Use that as the exact material to view yourself in a more positive light. So I don't, I don't believe, even if you feel like there's no, even if you feel like there's no positive, there's, there's definitely, a, I mean, two negatives make a positive, right? In math. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and likewise, we're able to help other people when we feel down all the time. And I feel like there's something there. If we feel negative all the time and we're still able to help someone, like that, that should be enough of an indication to you. You can do something for yourself too. It's not about, oh, I help someone else, I can help myself. Not necessarily. It's that you're capable of inciting positivity, even when you feel like you have none. That's, I agree. And as always, just remember those of you listening in the audience. If you want to chime in on these ideas, these questions, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, you can see our email in our episode description. You can reach out, ask questions. Um, you can come on the show. You can be another voice. Um, that's what we really want to continue to grow is to see other voices, other perspectives. You know, two voices did start as two voices but it's going to grow into so much more and we want you to be a part of that so thank you kim for being here today with me always a pleasure and thank you for asking those thought-provoking questions that really are relevant to me and you and everyone listening absolutely well, thank you for listening to two voices podcast My name is Kim. And I am James. And today we are discussing what is Two Voices Podcast. And what Two Voices Podcast isn't. So I'll start us off. Two Voices Podcast is not a support group. It isn't therapy. It is not a group of mental health counselors. We are not health and wellness consultants and we are not emotional support. And for me, 
two, the Two Voices podcast is about starting conversations, as it takes at least two voices to communicate how we are feeling in the moment, how feeling alone feels, and how to stay accountable to our mental health. This is about collaboration with you, alongside us, and others, for the shared common goal of changing the negative perceptions we have of being alone. It begins with listening. The first time James and I met was actually through WordPress. And I couldn't help but to appreciate the authenticity that shined through when James would talk about how it felt when he was alone. And I could relate so much. And here we are. We really feel drawn to take up the mantle and and provide a, a, a actual virtual space for people that feel alone to also be vulnerable enough to say hey this is this is it is okay to not be okay and what can I do more of and then together we just decided to come together collaboratively give our two voices so that the others in the mental illness community even those that are listening that are not really in the mental health community maybe you know someone maybe you're dealing with mental health issues but you just don't know what it means this is a place to really talk discuss and collaborate with one another you'll see within the next podcast episodes what we're going to start growing together what our voices together will be and absolutely I come from the end of not being diagnosed and for a while I was in denial about it and here I met James and I really co-sign what he's saying about the whole collaborative approach to mental health. There really is no right or wrong answer when it comes to mental health. And I feel if enough voices collaborate and rally, it will be so much more productive of a space in the mental health community. Instead of just having conversations about our mental health, we're actually doing something about it together independently without needing a clear concise step-by-step process and for me it really is about using my anecdotal evidence what that means is my own personal experiences with living with bipolar one disorder social anxiety panic disorder really having a mental health diagnosis, living with a mental illness diagnosis. And perhaps I can start begin to share what it's like or what it's been for me to be alone. And that's really the main goal is being alone is so common in mental health and mental illness negative thoughts 
come into our minds and there is a way to change it to positive thinking. There absolutely is. And in our first podcast episode, the two voices will really begin with James and I asking each other questions. Questions that I feel a lot of us have on our mind to want to ask each other, but we're maybe apprehensive to do so. And we really appreciate you all coming to this podcast, searching for a place to actually accept who you are, be courageous enough to explore what that means, and to take a, take a step to explore what am I, what, what do I want to do with that information? So with that having been said, you feeling ready for the first podcast episode, James? I am, and I want to welcome everybody to Two Voices.